3: But no the
2: Badass Women's Hour excel with Harriet Minter, Natalie Campbell
0: and Emma Sexton on Talk Radio. One, two, three, four. Welcome to the Badass Women's Hour podcast with me, Emma Sexton, but no Natalie Campbell or Harriet Minter this week, basically because it's summer and they're all just skiving a little bit. But don't worry, I found two excellent stand-ins. The radio legend Angie Greaves is back and newbie Lucy Berifus joined me. It was a really lively show this week and today's podcast episode is our interview with Megan Jane Crabb talking about body positivity, feminism and how to get to 1.1 million Instagram followers.
4: Badass Women's Hour XL on Talk Radio. She'll get you talking. Megan Crabb has just walked into the studio and Hi. can I just say, Megan, we have to take a photo of you and put this up on it. We, we, it right we, we've got to do it right now, please. Body positivity. Love it. That's the one, yeah. But I also love, it's, it's not just the body positivity, it's the hair. What <laughs> colour is your hair? It's blue? It's pink? It's starting on blue, right. going to lilac, streaks yeah. of turquoise. Wonderful. Basically, I couldn't choose one, so I put as many as I could possibly fit. Wonderful stuff. Megan, could you stand up for me, please? <laughs> Thank you. What colour are the slacks you're wearing, please? Again, every colour I could possibly find on a pair of trousers. Fantastic. And then now we've got the little crop top. Yes. And you really don't care that there's a bit bit of a muffin top there either, do you? I love a belly roll. Girlfriend top! (laughs) All about the rolls.
1: All about the rolls. Get them out. Get them in the
4: sunshine. Body positivity. Mm -hmm. It's not about being a size six or a size eight with not. Because look, I I say, as long as I can't pull it, I'm feeling all right. (laughs) No, 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 no. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) Stomach wise, if I can't pull it, then I feel good. But I have to hold something. We all need a little bit of central heating, don't we?
1: we do and i'm fine i'm fine with however much you can pull or pinch or roll or anything because i think at the end of the day you still deserve to live your your best life
4: regardless Mm. you're still worthy of everything good in the world tell Mm. me when this all started when 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 for you did you say do you know what i'm not gonna hide i'm just gonna put it out there which is what you're doing and i'm i'm just going to just be me I, i don't care i'm putting it out there well,
1: I spent the majority of my life either dieting or struggling with eating disorders, like lots of women have done and still do. And I stumbled across this body positive movement at about 21. And it was very small at the time. It was it didn't have the attention that it this, has this now. This was last year, yeah? This was um, five years ago. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> and so it was just a very small group of people talking about diets and talking about wearing what they want, how to accept yourself, and you don't have to shrink your body if you don't want to if it's not making you mentally well. And it changed everything. It changed everything, you know, cuz I've done I've done lifetimes of diets. I think most of us have lost weight, gained weight, thought that we had the trick and the, the solution and then we still hate ourselves. Lucy,
4: I'm going to come to you on this one because we were talking as we were before the show and about You might think you need to go on a diet, and then you get to what you believe your desired weight is, but you still have that problem. There's still something niggling.
2: Yeah, you're still not. The diet
4: isn't necessarily the answer. Well, Mm -hmm. exactly.
2: The weight you you are not your weight. That isn't the thing that defines you. But I've done a lot of work with people who really do believe that if only they could lose weight, if only they could have that six pack or you know, have maybe a boob job or a nose job or whatever, whatever they think needs to be corrected, that somehow then everything would fall into place. Their life would be perfect. Maybe they find the right partner. Th- their life would be sorted. And the irony is that many times, particularly if they are on diets, they get to their desired weight and that's just not true. Still not happy. So, it, so much of it is about psychology, which is why if mm-hmm. you can have that positive attitude, this is why I love you so much. And I, say, I was saying, or oh, fair, that actually I have suggested to many of my patients that they go and look at your Insta feed because it, to me, you are just selling that amazing message, not even selling it, living
0: that message, which is that everyone is fabulous.
1: Thank you. I, I try, I
0: try, yeah. <laughs> Megan, but how? how like it's not easy or is it actually sorry no my question is how easy is it for you to be body positive in a world that really is not positive about women's bodies like how do you how do you maintain that kind of does it feel like a daily fight or you just at the point now where you're like I can this is just my like standard operation mode now
1: I think in the beginning it is definitely a daily fight. You know, people kind of have this idea when they see, you know, a very body positive or body confident person that it's a snap your fingers overnight, love everything about myself. And it's so, so not. Like, we spend our entire lives being told that we're not good enough in various ways. You can't just click your fingers and suddenly feel like you're Beyonce. That's not the reality. For me, a lot of it is grounded in getting angry. You know, I have... (laughs) I immediately when I started learning about this, I was so, so angry at the fact that women are taught to hate their bodies, to see their body parts as flaws so that these giant industries can sell us the solution and make money off of us. You know, we are literally being taught this from such a young age that money is more important than our well-being and how we feel about ourselves. And it made me furious. And I just thought, you know what, I absolutely refuse to spend any more of my life believing that I'm not worthy of doing things or wearing things or going places because of how I look not spending another day doing that and I really held on to that anger and
0: so is that what gets you through because you know there must be days when you wake up you know I don't I don't feel like anybody can be 100% body positive or just happy with themselves every day I think I just think you know we're human beings you're not going to love yourself every day what do you do on those days when you're perhaps not feeling that body positive?
1: I don't try to aim for loving myself on those days. I, th- I don't think that has to be the end goal, you know, body neutrality. Literally just thinking, you know what, this is where I'm at. I'm going to get on with my life. I'm not going to let it hold me back, but I'm not going to love it. Mm. That's fine. That is great. That's that's leagues ahead of, of hating yourself already. And yeah. I think on those days, I like to focus on things that have absolutely nothing to do with my body. So I like to create something or spend time with people who couldn't give... Uh,
3: about how I look (laughs) and
1: uh, just really remind myself that you know what, it's wonderful to feel good in your skin. It's wonderful to look in the mirror and like what you see. It's more important to know that you are more than all of it. Yeah, yeah.
0: And it's it's so hard, isn't it? And I, you know, I do, I do wonder whether we're breeding a culture where guys are like this, but I definitely look at myself in my 20s and I spent so much time, so self-obsessed in such a negative way. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, yeah. like now, I mean, it's one of the beauties of getting older is I really just do not care. I like, I don't, I'm not that obsessed and it's so freeing to not have these thoughts of, you know, don't look right. Everything I'm seeing is looking something different, and yeah,
1: yeah. And it, that's what we don't realize is that it's it's not just um maybe you don't like something about your appearance. It takes up
0: so much time. mental energy yes. and yes. time. It's actually really narcissistic. Like, like narcissistic, mm. but not in a like oh look at me I'm mm. amazing. It's mm. like it's a complete but it's
1: conditioned. Opposite. It's like yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a conditioned obsession with our yeah. bodies.
4: Yeah, it's really interesting what you're saying because I well, I've done so many diets. And I've tried so many different eating plans, and I think about the times mm-hmm. that I have wasted. The you know the times that I've just felt so drained trying to get to a certain weight, and I can remember getting to that weight and then thinking, well hang on, I'm still fed up, I'm still... Do you know what I mean? The the world is still the world. Nothing has changed. I've often
2: looked at it in terms of um, self-sabotage. So the amount of time and energy and money that one spends on a diet or thinking about food or not about food could be better put doing something else. So let's say, I don't know, changing careers, writing a novel, finding a partner, travelling, whatever. But we kind of get in our own way by saying, oh, no, no, but actually what I want is to spend all my time planning my meals or planning going on the scales. All of that extra energy soaked up in irrelevant activity (laughs) that actually if we didn't do that, we just kind of just accepted what we have. Then we could get on with the rest of our lives. Mm, But
1: it's because we're told that all those things will come after and they'll come so much more easily. They'll magically turn up once we get the body.
4: Megan, could you stick around? Because I think we'd like to continue talking to you. Love to. Wonderful stuff.
0: Planning for your next trip? The vampire strikes back.
4: Badass Women's Hour XL on Talk Radio. We're talking to Megan Crab, who is just looking positive. Yeah, absolutely got unicorn positive. unicorn
1: vibes. Mm, that
4: hair, mermaidy. Yeah. Nice. Oh, yes,
0: mermaid vibes.
4: <laughs> and I like I that like your glasses are round with a square frame. This is real good, man. You're looking. <laughs> like, this is so, such a nice room to
1: be in. <laughs> absolutely. So,
4: do you spend a lot of time making sure that you look for bright? clothing
1: (laughs) i i spent a lot of my life wearing all black because you know i was told it's slimming it's quote-unquote flattering and then but it was all just geared towards making myself look smaller and when i realized i didn't want to value that anymore i thought bring on every color possible
4: one of the things i have found is when i like my body black is sexy right when i don't like my body i hide I wear black to hide. Yes. Yeah. And I'm trying to reduce it, hence the powder blue suit, but I've still got on the black camisole. But it's just, it's, it's, it's all kind of psychologically damaging in a way, isn't it? Because if I didn't care, I'd just take anything out of the wardrobe, regardless of whether my bottom was wide or not, and I'd just put it on and go. Mm. And nine times out of ten, is somebody really saying that your bottom's wide? Or is it in your head? People are so preoccupied yeah.
0: with what the size of their
4: bottom is. They're not really interested they're not in the looking size of at
0: yours. Exactly. I'm sorry to say, it, but they're it, not.
2: It's half <laughs> about being self-absorbed, but it's mainly to do with our worry, our constant, constant worry that we're going to be rejected. That if we if we present in a certain way or we show up in a particular way, that somehow we will either offend society or we'll be kicked out of the family nest. That, that's at heart. of That's the essence of so much that kind of preoccupies us. And, and what we have to do is just kind of, no, no, doesn't really matter.
0: Let's mm. just live our own life.
4: Rejected from?
0: Society. Society or the family we've got nest. This, like, we've, fundamentally, we've got this like, part of our brain that still thinks that we live in caves. So what it's really worried about is if society rejects you because they think your bottom's too big, you would get rejected by society that you relied on to feed you and look after you, so you would die. that's what your mind is protecting you and your
2: and as a in within your family also that if you don't look a certain
0: way or behave a certain way yeah that you won't fit in so so, see it's it's just yeah you have to channel
4: megan here yeah we do (laughs) megan i'm very very interested in your hair now no it's amazing it is amazing did you start with it blue and add pink and then the purple or what what or did did you decide right this bit's going to be pink this bit's going to be purple that part's going to be blue how did this come about
1: I just love taking something that is blank and throwing color on it. So I used to do it with canvases, and now I do it with my hair. Um, and actually, my hair is originally nearly black, dark, dark, dark brown. So don't try this at home. I would, I never recommend to anyone to do this because it's absolutely dead. This is an illusion of a carefully crafted illusion of oils and prayers. This is what's keeping this going. So don't do it. But um, yeah. More Look colour,
0: great. Thank so, you. tell us, how do you create an Instagram account that has 1.1 <laughs> million Amazing. followers? Like that is super league when it comes to these yeah. influencers, isn't it? Like.
1: How do you do it? I would say you um, start talking about something that you're passionate about and you don't shut up. Right. That is (laughs) just what I did. I just kept talking about these things that I'm passionate about and that I have opinions on. And honestly, I just think it's it's really a testament to, because my following is 89% women. It's really a testament to women kind of rising up in the last few years, especially, and saying in so many ways, we deserve better.
2: But also it could be for men, because obviously one in 10 men, one in 10 sufferers of an eating disorder is a man Mm -hmm. so there is a lot of pressure and to some extent toxic masculinity feeds into that idea of men have got to look a certain way as well as behave in a Mm -hmm. certain way and Mm -hmm. do you find that you're getting maybe more men than before reaching out to you and and recognizing that what you're doing
1: as yourself when you show up as yourself that actually you're giving them a message that it's okay for them to do that too I am seeing more men talking about this, uh, you know, as awareness of toxic masculinity is becoming more prevalent. Uh, also more people outside of the gender binary who also have a, obviously have a completely unique experience with body image and with accepting themselves. And we we still have a gap. You know, the body positive movement is still largely dominated by women. So we need, we need more. We need more people to come out and, and speak up. But we need a shift in that, you know, it's not a feminine topic. It is an all-gender topic and everyone deserves to be heard and recognized in this so
2: where do you stand on shows like love island which i know we're going to talk about (laughs) a bit later but just to get your take on it my my observation is that some of the women in this series in particular didn't necessarily conform to the classic stereotype but all the men did all the
1: men Mm. (sighs) Hmm. there's been a lot said about Love Island in the body positive community and you know there was a real push wasn't there before the season started like a real pressure on the producers to put in a little bit of body diversity and when it came out there was a statement I don't know if you saw the statement from the producers that said um, we thought about it but then we wanted them to be attracted to each other so we didn't Ooh, we didn't make mean? it <laughs> exactly that yes wow. yes hello that hello. means that no one's going to find a chunky girl attractive which hate to break it to you Love Island producers <laughs> they do yeah, um, they do <laughs> and I would I would love, I would so, so love to see a love island that is genuinely diverse. Yeah, genuinely. So uh, uh,
0: can I talk to you about this body positive um, movement? Because on my Instagram, what I'm seeing, I feel, you know, seeing, you know, a lot around this hashtag. But I've seen a little bit of like an in-group war. Mm-hmm. around the tag body positivity because there's people like yourselves who are talking about body positivity and then i've seen other people berate perhaps um conventionally very slim or perhaps you know what, what would you call fits fits pro mm-hmm. inspirational who again are talking about body positivity but they have what society might call you know a, a, you know a great body where do you sit on all that are you um are you part of the do you feel that 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 those people can't be using those terms or that there is a certain way that we should be using the term body positivity? It's quite like there's some
1: granular yes details into this term body positivity there really is there's a lot to unpack and I, I also I wouldn't blame anyone who's just come into it and doesn't know the, the details yeah. of it uh, for me there has to be a difference between body confidence and body mm, positivity yeah body confidence is about how you feel about your body personally it is completely internal and you know Everyone can have negative body image. Everyone deserves to talk about it and have it be recognised. But that's the individual. For me, body positivity is a movement that has to be about more than you and more than me and more than individuals and about all bodies and especially the bodies that our culture really teaches us aren't good enough. And that especially larger people, people with darker skin, people with disabilities, people outside the gender binary, older people, body positivity has to remain political in that way it has to kind of make sure it is lifting up the ones who are not being lifted by our culture which isn't to say that everyone doesn't can't talk about it or everyone can't support it but I feel that not everyone should be the be all and end all I even say this about my body you know I'm a size 16 I I'm not pushing the boundaries too much of what our culture tells us is a good body or an acceptable body. And, you know, I shouldn't be the face of this movement. It should be people who are more marginalised than me, who have other experiences and other stories to tell that haven't been told before.
4: There's one question that I do want to just bring up with you. Do you feel healthy? Because that's, that is a, a debate that comes in with, I'm going to say it, thick girls. Mm. I mean, I think thick girls are beautiful. Do you remember... Oh my goodness, Kanye West, Hotline Bling. Do you remember <laughs> that video? The girl the girls were very, very curvy in that video. They weren't just size eights. Do you remember that video? Do you mean Drake? Dra- did yeah. I say Drake? Who did it's I say? Kanye. I say? Kanye. Yeah. Drake, <laughs> Hotline Bling. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the girls in that video?
1: I don't know. I didn't
4: see it. Oh, let me show you. They were beautiful. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. And the way they stood and their bums were out mm-hmm. and they're gorgeous. And they looked healthy we can get to a stage where maybe our bodies are borderline unhealthy because of the areas of of thickness now one of the reasons why i want to get some extra fat from my stomach is and i've been told this from a health point of view Mm. you when you've got too much um fat around your stomach it affects how is it your your liver function or something right that's my reason for wanting to reduce that area. It is a health reason, Mm -hmm. yeah? I'm still going to have issues because that's just who I am, but that's my reason. It's a health reason. Do you feel healthy?
1: I feel that the, the health topic obviously gets brought up a lot. Essentially, yes. anytime anyone who's bigger than a size 10 exists, the health comment will get brought up. And for me, there's a whole lot that we don't know about health. Mm-hmm. There's a whole lot of evidence suggesting that health really is about more than weight, and we know that. We just yep. don't hear about it a lot. At its core, though the health question shouldn't really impact the body positive movement because the body positive movement is about people being worthy of respect and you are worthy of respect regardless of how healthy you are. Okay, You know, someone will see a fat woman, and I say fat with absolutely no negative connota- connotations. Mm-hmm. Some people are bigger. I say it as it is. If a fat woman exists and happily exists, the first comment will always be, but what about your health? Okay. But why is that person not allowed to just... Live, just exist in their bodies without having this constant need to prove their health in order you know, as if being healthy somehow makes you more worthy of being treated like a human being, or more worthy of being seen, or more worthy of living a full life. I think that's the core of it. Every time we have this conversation, but what about your health? It's a detraction and it is a very it's become a very socially accepted way of saying, I don't want to see your body. So do
4: you think it's it's like an excuse that people use to move it into a direction that it doesn't need to go. To fact shame, you mean?
1: In my experience, the people who use the health argument the most actually couldn't give a damn about the health of the person that they are okay. talking to, because if you really do care about people's health, you also care about their mental health, and you would also teach them that they're worth something in the yeah. body
4: they have. Have you seen this Miley Cyrus video that, um, that has the oversized model, the American lady? I will find it. Oh, um, is it Taylor Swift? So, uh, what's wrong Taylor? with me this evening?
0: <laughs> is, it is it Taylor Swift or, Taylor Swift or Miley just, Cyrus? In her recent video, it, yeah. it was Taylor Swift, One of them. it, where she had a... Um, yeah, and
4: there was know. there was a big debate about that. Um look, I just think she had gorgeous hair. I thought she was really <laughs> and I thought she had a lovely face.
2: Um, Again, it goes back to this idea that that somehow your value is wrapped up in your weight. And that's why, for example, the body mass index, which historically has always been the method by which clinicians would say, oh, you're overweight. Now, but when you look at a, a professional rugby player and you re- understand that their BMI, their body mass index is way off the charts. Yeah. But nobody would ever say that if you're a professional athlete, somehow you weren't healthy. So weight, is a, it's much more complicated than that. And I think the, the issue is, can we... Can we embrace diversity and what people look like? But at the same time, can we learn to accept and love who we are?
4: Megan, love the Insta. It's absolutely wonderful. Body, posi, Isn't it great? panda. It, it's, 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 <laughs> it's, I mean, I was looking at Megan. Megan It. It's really, really lovely. And I love the fact that you're just showing yourself... As you are and yeah, it's lovely.
1: Thank you very much.
4: Really gorgeous. And it's really interesting as well, Lucy, that you send some of your clients.
2: Yeah, I often just say, Have you checked out Instagram? Have you found Megan Crab? So <laughs> oh, um, wonderful,
4: it's really lovely. Wonderful. And
2: it and it changes their thinking. Men and women, it changes their thinking about weight and self-belief really
1: Mm, we underestimate it's so simple but we really underestimate the impact just seeing bodies that look like ours or bodies that we don't see well you yourself said
2: that it was when you saw something on instagram that it made you realize that actually you didn't have to be emaciated to be happy
4: Yeah. yeah you
2: could actually be happy in the skin
1: you're in absolutely sometimes we just need one example yeah
4: and you are that <laughs> oh cue the Disney music <laughs> uh, Megan Crabb thanks so much for coming thank in you for having me It's radio thank you
0: one two three four this has been Badass Women's Hour's best bits uh, if you liked it please do rate review and subscribe us we love that five stars um, or come chat to us on social media you can find us at Badass Women's Hour HR at Badass Women's Hour and
3: we'll be here again next week same time same place